Hello everybody, my name is Landon Arenas. Thanks for listening to episode 202 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity once again to do another podcast. I just pray, Father, that you bless the audience, bless our efforts to edify those who are listening, keep us uh, biblically minded, uh, keep our, our words... Uh, seasoned with salt and help us to speak that which um, would be glorifying and honoring to you. Thank you for my partner, the Beef. I appreciate his hard work and uh, just pray, Father, that this podcast would be a blessing to many. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Hey, amen. Hey, bro. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. It's 2024. 2020 you know what i never that i thought i was gonna come into a year 2024 after y2k you know that 2000 <laughs> i thought you were gonna say after the pandemic you went all the way back to y2K. oh i went all the way back bro forget the <laughs> pandemic year 2000 y2k was supposed to wipe us all out right right i guess wasn't yeah. y2k gonna be like the end of the world for real yeah, I guess so. They're trying to scare us with a pandemic. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that I got called on duty. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the police presence was massive oh, that yeah. New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I got called on duty, and it was a big dud. <laughs> a big, fat nothing. I mean. And, and we're standing around drinking coffee and talking, going, Man, this is easy overtime. <laughs> That's funny. You're in your car, right? In your patrol yeah. car vehicle, whatever, where you're sitting. Uh, uh, and you're uh, just uh, drinking coffee, kicking back. Yeah. Everybody else is in the computer looking at standby. that stinking clock. 58, 59. <laughs> Brace yourself. Nothing. Remember, says, don't, forget, don't forget to shut your computer off before midnight. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, some of the commercials were awesome. The market was, was gonna crash like <laughs> never before. The yeah. satellites were gonna drop from <laughs> the sky, right? Planes yeah. were gonna malfunction and crash. I mean, come on. I mean, really? A pandemic now? T- you know, twenty some years later. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh man, we are still man. here. Celebrate another new year, brother. Yeah. So tell me, brother, how are things behind the Iron Curtain? They're still there. That's for sure. <laughs> You're still surviving. <laughs> still surviving, brother. Standing what can we the say? Bread lines, I, uh, I suppose. <sighs> What's that? Standing in the bread lines, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will eventually get to the front of the line, you know, to get my piece. Well, I have some bread, sir. Yeah, yeah, please, sir. Please, please sir. I have I some bread. Please, sir. And some warm milk. 
Get yeah, out. we're still standing strong behind that steel curtain, brother. You know how it is. No, that's, 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 a, that's a Pelosi's house. That is Pelosi's house. Please, mom, please. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's ma'am and sir. You know. Maybe uh, the, the governor's mansion, please. Exactly. Sir. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, so, it's still there, bro. You know how it is. Yeah. yeah. But hey, stepping into the new year, I was just reading yeah. a few minutes ago. Trump scored a victory behind the steel curtain here. You know, steel curtain, mm-hmm. and we're talking, folks, the steel curtain of California, trying to keep Trump off the uh, ballot for uh, 2024 in California. And guess what? Some judge out of left field, man, just came out and said, nope, you cannot do that. Therefore, yeah, we're dismissing any of that request and cannot happen. Sorry, California. So (laughs) we will be voting. And those that are voting for Trump, we're going to be voting for Trump. And bro, think- even so, if they remove his name, do you think people are not gonna go other and then write his name? <laughs> oh yeah, he'll be a write-in. Yeah. I mean it wouldn't even matter. He'll get more as a write-in than the other candidates will all get together. Yeah. How, well, let, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Uh par the cheating, the mm-hmm. uh, fraudulent part of the election. Do you think Trump could carry California? Ooh. Well, yeah, absolutely. He can carry California. The question is, will he be allowed to carry California? Okay, so, you know, like I say, uh-huh. other than uh-huh. the attempt to cheat. To, and so why do you say that mm-hmm. he might... He would has the ability to carry California if there's no cheating going on, or if there's not enough cheating to overcome it. Because I I believe it has to do with the economic of his way with dealing with economics. I think it's gotten to the point in California uh, that the cost of living alone has affected the entire uh, state. That just because of that economic, how good he is as running the economy, would have a chance of carrying California. Absolutely. But, again, uh, he's going to have a lot of, you know, a lot of setbacks, I believe, uh, lawsuits and, and, and just people against him. That's how bad, that's how much he is hated. You know, he's not even, I don't think he will even be given the opportunity to carry California because of the hate towards him. But can he carry it? Absolutely. I think he can bring a, a, a medium to California where the middle class will not disappear completely, you know, and it would be more, more of a balanced state, you know, helping out uh, uh, the housing situation, uh-huh. you know, as bad as it is. Uh, well, so- now, do you, do you think that the uh, ballot harvesting that the churches in Southern California did in the last election, mm-hmm. and if that spread across the state, do you think that could have a, an, a, a large effect on the outcome, even if it's a governor's election or you know, a midterm election or anything like that? I believe so. I believe so. That's evidence of what, what, what has happened in the past. So, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, because they were, I mean, we knew that the other side was ballast, ballad harvesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many, how, how much evidence did we see of the harvesting going on, right? Mm-hmm. You know, even now, I think they're well, still finding out so many, uh, you know, different parts of uh, the state that was harvesting those ballads. So, come on. Yeah, so, so the Southern California church has said, well, they can do it, then we can do it, too. Mm, right. And they want and they want some uh, seats in the Congress mm-hmm. doing that. So right. you know, that could help Trump. No, absolutely. That could definitely th- help you, Trump. Do you think the Biden voters will come out and vote in California? Ah, uh, yes. And the reason being again is because Trump is hated so much that they would vote for Biden again. Just because despise just to right. despise Trump. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Now, those that have changed their opinion about Trump, or not even that, those that are living, you know, the truths of because of the harvesting and the evidence of the cheating, and also how bad the economy and right now that we're dealing with the inflation and high prices. All those that are now looking at it and saying, wow, no, 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 we don't want to go through this again. I think those are the ones who are going to be voting for Trump and saying, no, I don't care if you guys hate him. We're changing our vote and we're going to with red. So even if he doesn't carry the state, it will be a closer race. Yeah, I believe so. It's going to be closer than people think, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I just think okay. California is you know, it's going to be won by, by blue, obviously, but I yeah. think it's going to be closer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, right. I don't know. At least in, I mean, you know where I live in Santee, California. Right. I see, I see a lot of Trump stuff out here. Oh, you know? well, you're in East County. I'm in East County, so I mean, naturally. Yeah. But I think even yeah. more than before. Mm-hmm. More than before. More than before. Well, the yes. big pickup trucks with the Trump fly flags mm-hmm. and stuff going through. Okay, so yeah, because I remember when even when I was out there, East County was Trump country. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So once you yeah, get more into the inner city, that's when you start seeing more, more Biden, you know, blue Biden, country. right? Yeah. All right. Interesting. Um, so the reason they wanted to keep Trump off the ballot, along with Colorado, and I think one of the, uh, was it New York that tried it as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's because they know they can't win. Right. I mean, as far as the Electoral College nationwide, right now yeah. it's looking like Trump is going to take the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The Republicans are still running like Nikki Haley yeah. uh, to try and run against Trump. I mean, they might as well just pack their bags and go home. It's over. Yeah, no, for sure. And even even Vivek Ramaswamy, who's still trying to gain some support, He's a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's he he he's a Trump supporter. Um, now he's has an argument that Trump is older, and you know th- things can you know as he's older, things can happen, and he's arguing that MAGA is goes beyond Trump. Oh that sure. Trump, that Trump started MAGA. That he did a great job starting it. But it has to go beyond Trump. It has to go. Ramaswamy wants to, to see go for a hundred. It to go for hundred and fifty years. Mm, interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah. And he's. I, I listened to him. Him on uh, 
uh, Alex Jones this morning, an interview, and he's saying all the right things. Yeah. He wants to do all the right things. But I think he can come into play either as a member in the Trump administration, uh, because I think Trump's going to take it, unless, God forbid, something happens to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and or and he can be a future, I think he'd be a future president, a future governor, or you know, or just a huge influencer, you know. Yeah. yeah. But he's he's going I think he's uh I, my my gut feeling about him is a positive one at this point. So but anyway, that's the whole point, don't isn't it? It's not this is not a political party. It's mm-hmm. it's a movement. It's a pragmatic movement of people, yeah, absolutely. Who are saying, you know what? We've had enough of Washington D.C. dictating morality to us, mm-hmm. and Hollywood dictating morality to us. We're tired of the economics. We're tired of going to the grocery store and spending a thousand dollars on groceries, and having gas prices so hard we can't run our cars. We can't balance our budget, right? I mean, there's more bills than money coming in. We're tired of that. Mm-hmm. And we're tired of our kids being exposed to um, sexual perverted nonsense in schools, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And in the schools saying that they own our kids when, you know, the reality is God owns those kids and mm-hmm. parents are the stewards of those kids. God appointed the parents to be the stewards of the children that he gave them. And the schools and the government has overstepped its boundaries heavily. And there are consequences for that. Mm. God will bring consequences upon those who harm the children. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think we're going to see, in 2024, I think we're going to see more disclosure uh, of those who have harmed the children, and uh, I think they're going to start facing consequences. Yeah, I think it's time. It's time for those consequences to come about. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's clear evidence. I mean, it, it's clear of, uh, you know, who's being, who's the subject of the attack. And it's children. It's our children. It's always been our children. You know, yeah. and the worst is the trafficking. We know that. You know, right. and there's clear evidence evidence of uh, these things, and all they're trying to do is, you know, pr- protect their hierarchy of people that they know are involved in these things, and you know, not to 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 let it make too much noise because you know that will completely bring about a big, uh, you know, movement within uh, uh, the government, which needs to be. I mean, government just has had too much power for too long, brother. <laughs> it's time for the people to stop speaking up and, uh, you know, start getting more involved and, and knowing more because I, I, a lot of people just, how many times have we heard of people making or voting based upon emotions and not so much upon the knowledge that they have about the government? You know, yeah, yeah, uh, or being tricked by the candidate claiming to be mm-hmm. one thing when there yep. is something different, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's been pretty evident, right, throughout the years. You see right. them clearly say something from the you know, whatever uh platform stage they're in, and then when they're in office, nothing of what they promised to say they were going to get done gets done, so yeah, 
I think, don't you believe that there should be like some accountability? Hey, you said this, you're not doing it. We're going to remove you out of office or we're going to, you know, it should make it a little bit easier to be able to fire these guys or get them out of office, you know, that are not doing what they said they were going to do. Or caught in corruption. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. True. True. A lot of these guys go to Washington, D.C. and end up being compromised. They, um, they take bribes or they um, are blackmailed. Or they're mm-hmm. threatened, you know. They're threatened, uh, yeah. you know. You know that something could happen to their family if they don't do what right. they're told. You know, um, or we'll ruin you, and you'll never be able to climb out of the hole we put you in. Right. You know, uh, these are the things that they use these intimidation techniques, and uh, we know that uh, sometimes people suffer. Mm-hmm. Our consequences when they try to challenge the corruption in Washington, D.C. So it's going to take a lot. I think this is going to be a long-term war and a long-term battle against the insurgents that have taken over our government. And uh, these people have divorced themselves from the Constitution and the people and the, and the 50 states. So they are the insurgents. Mm-hmm. And we are simply uh, acting in self-defense. Mm. Yeah. You know, when we're Good going point. to school board meetings and, you know, basically bringing fire and brimstone down on the head of school board members, that's an act of self-defense. We're def- trying to defend our children from from their evil and their perversions, right? Right. Um, and, you know, the January Sixers, that were put in the jail and locked up and no trials. They can't see their lawyers. I mean, clearly the Fifth Amendment has been horribly violated. Yeah. In the case of the January Sixers. And the reason is because of the Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. And right. any all the politicians, elected officials, that voted that in and supported it, in my estimation, they are all traitors to this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I believe they're all guilty of tre- treason mm-hmm. because they have um, basically suspended the Fourth and Fifth Amendments to the Constitution. Yeah. And the Fourth Amendment is the one that protects people from illegal or un- unreasonable search and seizure. Mm-hmm. And the Fifth Amendment is the one that uh, gives people the right to face their accuser in court, a right to a swift uh, trial. In other words, not languish in jail or prison for years before they can get to trial. Uh, That's a violation of the Fifth Amendment. And the Fifth Amendment is one that, you know, you have the right to remain silent. Uh, You you have the right not to self-incriminate yourself. That is the Fifth Amendment. And with the Patriot Act, they, they've completely eliminated that when it comes to the federal government acting against the people. And they don't even have to have probable cause to make an arrest. Just go to the FISA court, mm-hmm. get a fi- secret FISA warrant, and just make an accusation. Right. Not even in the evidence that anyone di- that they did anything wrong. Just make the accusation of terrorism. Oh, they're terrorists. Yeah. And off they go, without and their constitutional rights are suspended. That's the Patriot Act. 
And uh, we know that innocent people have been arrested by the feds and put in dire situations, and they did nothing wrong. But the Patriot Act doesn't, you know, the Patriot Act gives them the right to act as the Gestapo, as if they were the Soviet Union secret police back in the, you know, 1980s, right? Right. Um, and so, so, you know, they divorced the country. Mm. They're the mm -hmm. ones that committed an insurgency against our Constitution and our country. And they are the ones that need to be, um, you know, arrested, tried, and convicted, and, you know, given a sentence. Right. Or treason. Get your thoughts, brother. No, it's true. I mean... <clears throat> It's it's uh, evidently that's exactly what's you know has transpired, you know since the Patriot Act. You know they just so no I I, I agree wholeheartedly. Which brings me to uh, started in the years. You know how we start with new whatever regulations or uh, new additions to um, law enforcement when they stop someone. Now they are supposed to tell you why they are being stopped. That's a new one for this year. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it was a bad habit to walk up and ask, do you know why I stopped you in the first place? Yeah, I never yeah. Used, I never used that as a law enforcement officer. Uh huh. You know what I would do? Uh huh. I'd walk up. I'd walk up. I would introduce myself. To I would tell them what police department I worked for. I would tell them why I stopped them, and then I would ask them, "Is there any legal reason why you did that?" Mm, that's a good approach. And Absolutely. then they uh -huh. would start talking. Sure. Well, yeah, that would make you know? me feel, okay, all right, he had a reason or, you know, a legitimate reason why he stopped me. Yeah. Oh, this is why, right? Yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought that, that was interesting. Yeah. That uh, that's, you have to actually say why you're stopping the person. I'm like, what? Yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, but and getting back to, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. That's how you run a stop sign, and I ask you, is there any legal reason why you ran that stop sign? Brother, there is no legal reason to run a stop sign. There's no, exactly. <laughs> That's no. the whole point. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, could you take an imaginary answer to why I legally? <laughs> mm -hmm. Anyway, go ahead. You were going to get into something else. Uh, no, no. I was going to say, going back to the Patriot Act, uh, you know, yes. Um Everything you just said was, you know, it has it's true of what's taken place. And yeah, unfortunately, this is where we're sitting at now. And uh, well, let me ask you this. This leads into a good set way to kind of do like a year in review. So in touching upon that point, where do you see 2024 in regards to uh, everything that has happened in 2023 moving into 2024? Uh, those January Sixers. What do you think? What What are your thoughts, or what is your opinion that's going to happen? Are they going to? A lot of them going to spend jail time, depending on if whether they have money or not, and they can afford a lawyer, or well, they have a lawyer, but you can go ahead. Yeah, or you know, are they going to be using a scapegoat to say, "See, we told you so. This is the reason why January Six happened." And therefore, it's worse than 9 11. Because, <laughs> you know, you, that's why. Now, when you say that, are you talking about the folks that 
were against them and put him in in the in the jail. Yes, saying that okay. Um, as far as the January Sixers, I think the only way we're going to see relief for them, unfortunately, is if Trump or or Vivek get in office. Mm. Because those two are the only two that have said they would uh, pardon all the January yeah. six. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the only way we're going to see relief. Yeah. Other than that, you know, don't move forward with, you know, whatever they're going to do to prosecute them and, right, and make their life a living, you know what. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, the- not, not to say that there wasn't any that, you know, not only went in, you know, you went to a space you were not supposed to be in in the first place, but you did damage, whatever it was, you know, how about that guy that sat on Pelosi's desk, you know, and kind of ruined, <laughs> I mean, there's things that were done to some of them. Yeah. You should be punished for it. You know, you, right. You did right. wrong. Absolutely. But those, you know, it should be misdemeanors. We're not me, right. at felonies here. Right. We're not looking at, I mean, <laughs> you've heard of, uh, Cases being thrown out of court for technicalities, right? Mm-hmm, right. But those technicalities are normally a violation of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember one case that we had dropped. The DA dropped it because we didn't get the report into the DA on time. Mm, yeah. And it was a felony case. Mm. And our chief was not happy about that. Oh, I <laughs> bet he wasn't. <laughs> so, but there's something happened. I'm, I don't remember exactly what it was. There was a, there was some circumstances that occurred that that caused us to miss the 72 hour um, window to mm-hmm. get to get the case, um, you know, packaged and ready ready to send over to the DA. Right. And uh and so because we violated the constitution and that we didn't make it swift enough, uh-huh. the case was dropped. Mm-hmm. And so these guys have been sitting in jail for how long? Yeah, some of them you know what month. <laughs> when they haven't been charged? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe some of them were charged, but they've been languishing, waiting to go to court yep i mean this is this is outrageous but Mm -hmm. you know now they've delayed releasing the list for epstein island why because there might be two presidents on that list and some current members in congress and uh maybe three presidents and and um and so all of a sudden, oh, well, sorry, another 30 days. We can't release it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you corrupt pieces of trash. Well, you just, know? To let, just to let you know, I saw part of the list. And yes, there's three presidents in there. Three of them. Uh-huh. Recent presidents. Oh, yeah. I know. I can so, name them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know you can. I mean, and people are, you know, and people are going to be like, yeah, I know who you're talking about. And I mean, that's what it is. The list consists of presidents, uh, uh, you know, governors, uh, celebrities, movie stars, musicians. I mean, you name it, big names. 
And exactly. What are they doing about all of that? Right? And we think that these people are going to listen to us, mm-hmm. the people. Right. Have you heard about that movie Civil War that's coming out? Yes, I think I heard about it. I thought I think I sent you. Did you sent me. You, you yeah. did. You actually did. You yeah. sent me the trailer. That's what you did. Yeah. yeah. And uh, give us the premise on that uh, or what you saw in the trailer, brother. It's not real clear, but it, there was factions around the country and state. It was like, uh, I think mm-hmm. it, it said 19 states seceded from the Union. And then there's factions and the federal government bombed a bunch of its own citizens. And, you know, and then it's all things about. People running around trying to avoid being killed. <laughs> so, right, right. And then you know, they're talking about, I'm pretty sure there's a civil war occurring all the way around, all around the country. And the other person says, well, we, we're trying to stay out of it. And, of course, there's no way to stay out of it. But, you know, the deep state, they put out movies telling you what they want the future to look like. Mm-hmm. Their, their plans. Right. And I think their plan is to try to get us fighting each other or trying to get us to rebel against the federal government. Um, <laughs> but I think what they're not understanding is that we're not going to fight each other. We're going to come out, you know, if, if, if it got that bad to where they started doing mandates again and shutting things down and, you know, messing with people's livelihood a second time, mm. uh, 15 minute cities, all of that kind of stuff, take away our cars yeah. and all of that. I think that what they think is going to happen, isn't going to happen. What's going to happen is people who don't have the ethics and morals that you and I have, mm-hmm. but have high levels of skill like certain veterans are going to hunt them down. Mm. And I think that they would become the targets. Right. You know, um, and if they think they can just bring in a bunch of people on the Southern border, uh-huh. but like a bunch of Chinese um, insurgents who are military trained to try and disrupt us. I, I think they got something else coming. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're talking about 11 million veterans, all right? 11 million veterans in this country, highly trained. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, I don't know how many retired cops or former cops trained, right. armed, and ready to lock and load. Uh, my advice to those Chinese insurgents that we know are coming across the border. Mm-hmm. Lay low, because you're not going to survive long if you start stirring up trouble. Right. And, and plus deer hunters, right? Mm. Back shots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. mean, I'm, I'm telling you, there's a, there are multiple guns behind every blade of grass in America. We are a well-armed and ready-to-rock-and-roll society. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you don't want to come in here and try to mess with us. Bottom line, 
big, big mistake. You know, and if they think that they can use that, I mean, I really start, I'm really starting to think that this generation of uh, globalists are starting to lose their heads because um, they're not, to me, their planning is not, and their their intentions are not that smart, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Because there's a lot of pushback. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And as we know, from a biblical standpoint, the heart of man, the pride of man is a big problem. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you'll see that, you know, I think to, from every one generation to the other, things change a little bit and start changing a little bit. The more the heart starts to reveal itself and its intentions. Um, but yeah, no, this movie looks interesting. I think it's coming out in April, I believe. Is it April? Um, it's okay. April, and somebody had commented that it's kind of funny that uh, you see uh, the state of California and Texas being allies. <laughs> I know. Well, that's a flaw in the movie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that's a flaw in the movie. I just that is just that not happens. reality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh yep, my that's goodness. a flaw in the movie, but uh, it, yeah, the theme is interesting. I, I'm kind of wanting to watch it just to see if I can find little things that they put in the movie that are little, little hints, you know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would like to see how well if the director has an agenda, you know, about putting his movie out, or do they stay neutral and go, "What if this would happen?" Right. How do we carry about? It? So how does it progress in the movie, or yeah, is it just an agenda? Out. Right? Is just straight agenda? The, you know, we have a civil war, but for the wrong reasons, you know. So the movie, the movie playing out a what if scenario. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Um, it's Hollywood, man. Yeah, that's got, you said it. Hollywood. I mean, period. It's Hollywood. <laughs> Kyle yep. Schwab, Soros, and, and all. Yeah. Things, yeah. You know? They're going yeah. to cocktail parties, and that's where the idea came from. Yeah, right. So, yeah, <laughs> that's that's you know they're telling us their plans. So, uh, I just don't think it'll be successful. I, I they're going to try everything they can mm-hmm. to stop the Patriots from winning this election in twenty twenty four. Everything yeah. they can do. It's good. That's why it's going to be a crazy year. Because the globalists are, you know what, bro? I wouldn't be surprised that this movie they call it, you know, obviously a civil war because they're trying to say that if the election goes the way that you know it seems to be going with Trump winning, it could possibly end in a civil war because of that. (laughs) I mean, you never know. I'll tell you what: if if they if anything happens to Trump, right? Mm -hmm. From him not living long enough mm-hmm. to uh, be elected to them taking off, taking him off ballots and mm-hmm. not allowing the people to vote for him, anything of that nature. You, I, I, I think there will be an, uh, a rising up uh, insurgency against the, what I consider to be the illegitimate government. Um, I think I think the Patriots will. It'll be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Absolutely, brother. That would be the straw that would break the camel's back. Um, 
not much to add to that really no <laughs> so no. we'll see what you know i mean it's going to be a very interesting year for sure 2024 especially when it comes to the elections i mean we saw what happened when he won the first time in 2016 and what that brought about so just imagine what 24 2024 is going to be you know the yeah. second time he's running with everything that has transpired the last eight is it eight years four eight years yeah so it's going to be super interesting i do see though a lot more people just fed up and want to see a change absolutely that's why i think if they're unsuccessful in stopping him from being in the election that he will win it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, if God wants him there, he's going to put him there. Right. It, right. And that's the thing is that people, some people probably think that the deep state is all powerful and there's no way to fight them and there's no way to take them down. Look, God took down Babylon. God took down Persia. God took down uh, the Greek Empire under Alexander the Great. God put, took down Rome. It, this is no problem for God. Mm -hmm. now, this right. is small pickings for God. Yep. You know, and so the best way to fight this evil is to just get on our knees and pray that God will intervene. Amen. Amen. You know? Amen. Which brings us to, and I want to encourage our brothers and sisters uh, by way of, hey, folks, do not let your uh, 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 political party what leads you into how you vote. If you're a believer, if you're a Christian, say by grace alone, by uh, mercy alone, in Christ alone, you should know and should be well aware that God is sovereign and it doesn't matter what state our country is in. We are need to be faithful to him and his word. We are to know that he is sovereign. And in spite of whatever outcome it is that we see, we're, we're to be faithful to him because he is sovereign. He's in control of all things. Which brings me to the question, brother. 2023, you know, the church went through ups and downs, critical race theory, and uh, the wokeness within the church, you know, a false prophets, false heresies continue to be, you know, rampant. But I mean, that's nothing new for us, right? 2023, it goes back all the way to, you know, uh, the first century brothers out there, even the, the actual uh, historical context shows this. What do you see 2024 looking like for the church, brother? Uh, that's a good question. <clears throat> you weren't ready for that one, huh? No, I really wasn't. Um, but you're gonna make me think here. Um, that's okay, I, I do your thinking because, and while you're doing the thinking, you know, the church from a political standpoint, how do you see how does the church play into the political realm? Oh wow, that's that's even more. <laughs> okay, let me dig myself out of this mire here. <laughs> um, uh, um, I think you we're going to see divisions occurring in the. Church. Oh yeah, oh, and we've seen that. 
And don't right. cut you out, but I'm going to tell you, because what comes to mind, Romans, what, 13, right? Right. There's the vision on that already as to this is what the government wants. This well, is what you should do know, because the Bible says in Romans 13, right? I know there was in 2020 when the mandates started coming out. Well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, are you saying that's still an issue today? I think it's still a little bit of a divisive issue. Because there's those that still believe that, you know, those in authority, because they were ordained by God, be put there, you know, in authority by God. We, the church, or as church attendees, church members, we should be, you know, in all obedience to that. But again, forsaking that part that says, uh, uh, you know, are there being uh, uh, truthful to God's word, or are they making us, or trying to, you know, if, if we're to sin because of that? Well, Romans 3 is instructing the government to do what's right. Uh-huh, right. And our obedience to the government is con conditional on the government being what God told them to be, and I'll read mm. it. Um, I mean, if, if the government's telling us to do something that's contrary to God's commandments, no, we're not to obey it. Um, if they're telling us to do something that's going to be harmful to us, mm -hmm. like take something into our body that's going to be harmful, and we know it's going to be harmful, well, that's a violation of Scripture for us to take that into our bodies. Right. Okay. So Romans 13, let me get it over here. I got my big, big letter Bible. Oh. Big letter. Oh. I can't even see that from the other side of the world through a screen. <laughs> My wife gave me this as a gift, and I love it. I love how it feels in my hand, too. Nice, uh, but I can nice. read it. I mean, I'm not squinting to read the tiny words, you know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it says, let me get down to where it's talking about that. Um, this is not, not, it's not, okay. You sure we got the right chapter? <laughs> Uh, 13, how about, let's see, verse 3, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Oh, no wonder. I'm not in Romans. Uh, that, that. <laughs> I got to say, something's wrong here. This isn't reading right. I Bro, I need to, I think you need to start practicing, uh, uh, uh knowing how to handle your new uh, Bible. <laughs> I need more Bible. Or are the words too big? <laughs> I, I thought for sure I was in Romans. I wasn't. Yeah. All right. Okay, no no old man jokes, okay? All right. Uh, yeah, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. This is what everybody focuses on. Mm -hmm. There's no power but of God and the powers that are ordained of God. So basically people would think, okay, well, even Hitler was ordained of God. Mm. Even Stalin and Lenin and, uh, you know, uh, you know, the other evil leaders of the past were... Um, Ordained of God, right? Yeah. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about uh, Ho Chi Minh. I was trying to think of him. And there's some others. Castro. Anyway, but there's conditions. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to them down, themselves damnation. Now, so far, it's on the side of the people who say, it doesn't matter what the government tells you. you got to obey them, right? Right. Well, that's about to change here in a moment. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Uh, will, 
thou then be not be afraid of the power? Do that, do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. Now, if we do that which is good in our, when it comes to our current governor, yeah, let me try this. I can't speak, brother. I've lost my speech. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> when when we do that which is good in our current government, mm-hmm. what happens? Good things, right? Well, think about it now. Think about it. Uh-huh. Uh, think about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Wokeness. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When we that do that which is right in the eyes of the Lord, in, in relation to what our current government is demanding of us, what happens? Okay, I'm hold on. I'm trying to think about the way you word it. Okay, so what the government sees is doing good with inclusion, right? With uh, wokeness and right. Yeah, I'm not talking about obeying traffic. Right, laws. not obeying what they think they're doing for good. How does us, the church, should see it, right? Or how do we deem it? Well, right. we deem it evil. <laughs> Well, yeah, if we don't submit our children to the, to the government school oh, I see. indoctrination, right. what does the government tell us? Oh, that we are wrong. We are the evil ones because we are not, you know, in, right. in, in paired with them in saying, hey, they are need to be included. We are to be taught these, these things to the children. Right. Now, right. if we don't want to take a, a particular mandated medication, shall we mm-hmm. say, for YouTube mm-hmm. purposes, mm-hmm. Um, because you're not loving, you're not being loving to your peer or to your neighbor, because well, you know, I was, I was going to let, let me finish because we're not suicidal <laughs> and we don't want to kill ourselves. What does the government say? You're evil. All right, you're an evil person. Right. Mandating, mandating our boss to fire us. Right. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Right. So when we're doing that, which is good, what the Lord is telling us here to do, our current government punishes us for doing good. It punishes us for doing that which is right in the eyes of the Lord. Right. Right. So. But this is saying that the rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Mm -hmm. But our government is a terror to is a is a terror to good works to good right and not to evil right mm-hmm. they're they're not a terror to evil works but they are a terror to good works so what is god telling the government here you are bad and out of line well it's telling the government well it's telling the government to the well, what's, oppo- what's the, yeah the opposite yeah. of what they're doing right the government's responsibility according to what god is saying here is to be a terror to good, it's to be a terror to evil, evil not a terror to not good. not too good, right. Right? But our current government is not doing that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. So, when that's the case, are we to submit to a government that's commanding evil? Mm. No. Romans 13 makes that clear. Right. It says in verse 4, for he is a minister of God to thee for good. Well, let me ask you a question. Are the current bureaucratic, narcissistic oligarchs that are running our our federal government, and in some cases state governments, 
are they acting as ministers of God for good? Absolutely not. Okay. Then Romans 13 would not apply to them. Right. They have forfeited their right to uh, being um, obeyed. Because if they're commanding us to do that which is evil. Right. Then no. There's, we're not going to cooperate. Mm. Right? Yeah. No. Very true. And so the Romans 13 argument saying, well, you have to obey the government no matter what. That's almost like the argument, well, you have to support Israel over there in the Middle East today no matter what. It's right. a similar argument. Mm -hmm. And it's a fallacious argument. And it's not a good theological argument. Yeah. Because it's contrary to Scripture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I love the way you're broke that down and folks the reason why i asked and the reason why my brother went the way he didn't he didn't know we were, i was going to ask him these questions and i like the way he broke it down because that's exactly unfortunately how many in the church read scripture you start a sentence you see the period and you stop and you think that's the end of the all the whole entire context unfortunately we have to be more apt in our study because Again, I can point you out the Bereans, you know, many of fellow believers in scripture that asked questions, they were given answer, but they applied it in way of, of wisdom and discernment. We're not applying wisdom in the sermon nowadays, especially when we're reading, you know, context of scripture just like that. Romans 13 is not Romans 13 and just verse one. There's the entire chapter and there's a context to that chapter. And the way my brother just broke it down. That's exactly how we should be viewing this uh, particular context in Romans 13 and trying to apply it to, to, our, to, to our world today. We have to understand what God's word is really talking about. And in that, with that in mind, approach our life. I approach, you know, God being sovereign over all things and not just making decisions emotionally because, oh, I just read this part, period. Right, brother? Judge not, period, right? Right, just not let's it's no, there is a yeah. lot more to that There's particular, a lot more to that. Yeah. you know, yeah. sentence, you know, in, in context. So, right. that was amazing, brother. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. That you did that, you broke that down really well. Now, you know, church is going to continue, and we know this because we, we've read plenty of times we've said the church is victorious. Yes, the church is still going to go through a process where it's going to be purging those that are not believers from the true believer. You know, uh, uh, people are going to be found out because of the sin. That's just what happens. Uh, but our prayer is that the church continues to be refined, you know, and continues to be, you know, made holy because God, that's what God wants. He wants a perfect bride. So right. I see 2024, bro. I see it as another year where the church is still going to be refined you know there's still many things that are going to come up and and you know evangelicalism that's what happens but i believe god's just refining his church and his truth is forever withstanding and people standing on it and coming to their paradigm shift where we're really standing on god's word and truly truly understanding his sovereignty yeah and that would be consistent with two thousand years of church history amen, amen. that that would continue yes yeah. 
Yeah, perfect yeah. example. You know, and there's been many oh. reformations, but in particular, 1517, right? 15, is it 1517? Yeah, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, the Reformation. Yeah. The Reformation. My thesis on the door of uh, the Roman Catholic Church in Gutenberg, Germany. Luther nailed those onto the door to um, foster a debate. Oh, yeah. Mainly over uh, indulgences, but there were other matters that he had issues with. Right. Right. And that started the Reformation. Yeah. Just October, October, October was gonna, 31st. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, imagine yeah. that taking place today, but with all the technology we have, bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Luther didn't have a comment section, right? <laughs> right, right. It was, no comments, it exactly. It wasn't posted on social media, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. The door of the church uh, was kind of social media back then because yeah, that's true. You know that was the bulletin board where you posted things and right, and uh, people came along and read those ninety five theses and ripped them off of the church door before the you know the priest could come out and read them and begin to foster that debate. And Gutenberg had invented the printing press right around that time. <laughs> And one domino fall fell into the other domino, yeah. and pretty soon that thesis was published all throughout Europe. And voila! Isn't, isn't that amazing? God's providence one in red, in His sovereignty. Oh, there red happens red. to be a new press, you know, coming yeah. out. <laughs> Just flip that omelet. One one Refor- Reformation cooked up, ready for breakfast. Yep. <laughs> yep. Now make copies. Pass them out. Yeah. Yeah, God arranged all of that. And it just shows you how when you think everything is falling apart and everything's dire and there's no hope, mm-hmm. all of a sudden God just shows up and boom, everything changes. Right, right. You know, and uh, God has his plans. Praise the Lord. Yeah. That is good stuff. Well, hey, let me continue on. We'll do a little bit of review and what to expect in 2024. Yeah, you ready for it? Go for it. We started with that. Now let's move on to how about the Middle East uh, 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 conflict in uh, the uh, in Gaza, in the West Bank, Israel, and Palestine. How do you see that playing out this year, brother? Uh, I would have said that I see more pressure coming down on Israel as it goes along. But unfortunately, the tactics that pro-Palestinian protesters are using mm-hmm. are stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's hurting the Palestinians. Oh, man. That's the problem. Yeah. They're, yeah. Being, they're being big dummies. Yeah. Blocking roads and disrupting New Year's Eve celebrations, things of that nature. That never works. All it does is make people angry and they don't want to support your cause. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a way of making a point, but not to that degree where you're going to cause suffrage, you know, people suffering for that, you know, because of your tactic. Right. So So do you see, do you see it getting worse or? Oh, I, I think that the genocide that Israel is committing in Gaza right now will continue, and their their goal is to wipe them completely off the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, um, absolutely. So people who had absolutely nothing to do with the October 7 attack on Israel mm-hmm. 
were, you know, many Israelis were, were killed. Uh, and by the way, it's now coming out. There are sources coming out and saying that Israeli soldiers were shooting their own people oh, in the October 7 attack. Really? Yes, because of a doctrine that they had that, uh, you know, um, it, nobody survives, basically. Yeah, right. so there's, there was a reason behind it, and I can't remember what it was. But anyway, um, and the fact that Hamas, oh, they were formed by the, uh, you know, the Muslim Brotherhood. That's the cover story. Mm-hmm. They were formed by the intelligence agencies, and, and uh, the uh, Hamad was involved with that, along with the CIA. So they could, uh, they wanted to get things stirred up in Iran. So they mm-hmm. wanted to use Hamas to do that as a terrorist group, and it backfired on them. Yep. And, and so, so many years later, brother, <laughs> yeah, in the backfired. price of that consequence. Right. So people <laughs> who have nothing to do with Hamas. Uh-huh. They had nothing to do with that attack, didn't want that attack, didn't want Hamas ruling over them. Uh-huh. We're basically living in a prison camp in the Gaza. Yeah. I mean, they voted Hamas in. Oh, really? Do you, do you folks, do you really think that Palestine, or what, well, the Gaza, where the Palestinians were living, was they, that they were actually free enough to determine anything about the people who rule over them? Mm-hmm. They were under lockdown. Yeah, I mean, they could barely move out of their house without an Israeli soldier, you know, monitoring everything they were doing. And what are you doing? Nope, you can't go there. You have to go here. Go, you know. Yeah. I mean, controlling their every aspect of their life. It was, well, some are saying it was a, um, it was a uh, an experiment to see how successful they would be at uh, putting people in a concentration camp and controlling them. <clears throat> right, but the point is, is that these people who are innocent did do anything wrong. Women and children and babies are being murdered through mm. genocide by the Israeli government, and you know, yep. it's 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 reprehensible, and and the Israeli government needs to be called out on it. Right. 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 God is God didn't never authorize them to go commit genocide. Mm. And Hamas needs to be condemned too for their role in the false flag operation that Israel set up that ended up killing Israeli citizens. Yep. That's true. Very true. So I'm I'm anti Hamas and I'm anti the Israeli government committing genocide, and I'm pro-life. Mm. And yeah. I don't believe in killing innocent people who did nothing wrong. No. <clears throat> so that's yeah. where I am on that. No, that's, I'm with you on that as well. I, um, just a couple of interesting facts I was reading up on, uh, on just uh, the Gaza Strip there. It's about 25 miles long. It's a small space, bro. And between... Fine four to about seven miles wide the average age bro it's in the mid 20s right because the older people have been killed off mm-hmm. yep so that that that's very interesting you know how that whole thing but i mean it is what it is it's what's taking place you know i'm with you on the entirety you know how 
Palestinia is going about, you know, and dealing with it. Yeah. I mean, and we can see it here in the States too. You know, we constantly see protests and even I think here in San Diego, there was one that turned a little bit violent because they were, you know, uh, they started violence against each other. But I mean, I, one side Israel, one side Palestine, and they're just shouting, brother, like two I mean, true hate, true hate. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're divided and, and they're going at each other and both of them are wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because the pro-Palestine side is, is supporting Hamas. Mm-hmm. You morons. Yeah. Right. You don't support Hamas, and yeah. the pro-Israel side is is supporting genocide of innocent people. Yeah. You morons! You don't yeah. support genocide. Yep. And how many Christians said, "Oh, just turn the whole thing into a parking lot"? I know. That's <laughs> I've heard that, that from Christians. Christian bro, pastors. that's what gets my gears like yeah. grinding, like no one's been Was especially. Didn't he say that? <laughs> yeah, Gretlock, yeah. brother. Right? Yeah. I I cannot believe, you know, Christian. Well, I shouldn't say I cannot believe because, I mean, people will say things sometimes not knowing anything or out of complete ignorance. Right. Uh, but was- yes, Christians, brother. It's like you almost it's like almost if I come to you and say, hey, bro, you're pro you're pro Israel. Right. If not, bro, you know, I, I can't be your friend. Right. It's kind of like that. Like. You have to be, and not only that, obviously, this is where they missed the mark. They're trying to, you know, and we've spoken about this. Uh, uh, they're trying to equal Israel today to Israel of the Bible. And it's not the same it's thing. It's not the same Israel. No, not even close. And again, we just talked about, and you read things way out of context, you're going to miss the mark. And they're oh, yeah. missing the mark big time, bro. Well, Zionist Christians are living in the Old Testament. Yeah, absolutely. They haven't updated themselves to the New Testament when it comes to eschatology. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Right. And the fact is, now let me, let me go to Romans 2. I was going to give, give a little parody on taxes, but we can do that later. <laughs> Since tax season's coming up. But I digress. Let me go to Romans 2. In case people haven't read their Bibles and too busy watching sitcoms and the mainstream news, which is filled with lies, filled with indoctrination. Um, Romans 13, bro. Romans 13. <laughs> well, <laughs> well let's, let's get down here to, uh, I think it's 28, 20. Yeah. Here's what the Bible says a Jew is. For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. And Gentiles, according to Romans, are grafted in to Israel when they believe mm-hmm. in Christ, right? That's right. So Israel today are the believing Jews and the believing Gentiles grafted into the olive tree, which forms Israel. So you're a Jew, brother, and I'm a Jew. 
Mm. But people in Israel who claim to be Jews but are rejecting their Messiah, sorry, you're not Jews. According to Scripture, you're not Jews and you're not legitimate. And a lot of them don't even have any lineage ethically to Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob. Bro, I mean, mm. better watch your mouth because, you know. Oh, I'll make it worse. That symbol on their flag is satanic. <laughs> <laughs> that six-sided six star. Yep. It's, yep. A, it's, a, it's a symbol of bell worship. You know what? You really have a way of starting off the year. You know that? <laughs> hey, might as well just start it off with a bang. I mean, fireworks go up on New Year's Eve, right? Yep. <laughs> might as well. That's our fireworks, fireworks, right? I a few fireworks of my own. <laughs> no, no. Thank you, brother. Preach it. Yeah. Folks, it's time that we've become Bereans and understand. Then please understand or challenge challenge your mind to start understanding these things in scripture. It's very important. Fight yourself on these things because we tend to hold on to our traditions and forsake the truth. You know, if we forsake the truth because of that, then our traditions are not, man, that, that, that's, that's not a promise for us. <laughs> it's God's word. So, bro, yeah. that, that was excellent the way you put that. So check it out. We got about 10 minutes left in this podcast. So do you want to do your parody or, and we can continue with more review on our next podcast over the year 2023 going into We can do the parody the next podcast. All right. Because we only got 10 minutes. So, um. The next subject I have for you, then. Okay. Uh, um, uh, I completely lost my turn of thought. Uh, Gog and Magog. Come on. Russia and Ukraine. Hello. It's in scripture. <laughs> the Hebrew word rush does not refer to Russia. When you, sure? write it out, when you write it out in Hebrew... It is not Russia. It's a reference to guess who? Naaman in the book of Ruth. Oh. It's not a reference to Russia. The word, the Hebrew word for Russia spelled out is a different word than the one that they're saying in those passages refer to Russia. Russia has nothing to do with Gog or Magog. Okay. So the kingdom to the north was the kingdom that had, that Haman was a prince in. The book of Ruth records the fulfillment of Gog and Magog. Amen. The battle that's Man. talked about concerning Gog and Magog occurred in the book of Ruth. It's history. It was re it's recorded as history in that book. Yep. Sure does. Folks, we got to understand these things and let scripture answer scripture. <laughs> it's all there in the book. Uh, but yes, yeah. uh, wholeheartedly agree with my brother. Folks, we tend to read a lot in what we read in scripture and apply it directly to us today when it was meant for that audience 
that we were reading about, not us. So we need to make big time adjustments in the way we read scripture and the way we apply it, because that's where I see a lot of folk, a lot of Christians folk just miss the mark and unfortunately set their 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 minds on things that are not scriptural. Yeah, there's not all this. I saw one today. Eight was it? Was it eight? Uh, per, uh, eight prophecies. Uh, eight prophecies that apply to 2024, something like that. I didn't watch the video. I just saw the title. The, a lot of that kind of stuff is going to come out. Mm-hmm. And folks, the problem is they're taking scripture out of its context. They're applying meanings to scripture that are not there. They're trying to take passages that have nothing to do with us today and apply it to us today when it comes to prophecy. Yep. Okay. The Olivet Discourse, the Christ, when Christ gave all those signs and times applied to the first century, he told his apostles, he told James, Andrew, John, and uh, the other one, I can't remember the other. The, there was four of them mm-hmm. that met with him privately and said, tell us about these things. And people say, well, he was predicting in the world. Yeah, the Roman world. <laughs> yep, exactly. Right? They yep. were asking him, when's the Roman world going to end and when are you going to be king? That's right. basically what they were asking him in Matthew. Mm-hmm. Very true. And he answered the question and said, you know, he, he told them what was going to happen before the temple came down, which was standing at the time that he was saying those words. There doesn't right. need to be another physical temple built. The one that he was referring to went down in AD 70. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, uh... I mean, it's just, oh my goodness. It's, uh... but the, the, the uh, craziness mm-hmm. of the prophecy frenzy will will just ramp up like never before. Yeah. Coming up in 2024. Absolutely. I uh the most yeah. recent one that I came across was the uh river appearing in the middle of the desert. Uh therefore it was <laughs> prophecy being fulfilled, you know, 2500 oh, years gosh. later. What was that? A Jeremiah where God said, "I will write rivers running down in the desert i'm paraphrasing here i'm I'm completely missing the mark but and it says i will create forest in the middle of the desert and create uh you know a uh, uh, trees oh people God. think it's being fulfilled now bro but uh, i think that was meant for uh the people of israel back then yeah. uh that they were gonna see these things and it was more Christ. of a it was more of a metaphor letting them know that God was gonna take care of them. God, Christ told them that they would see those things during their lifetime. Yes, not in Yahoo. Stubbed his toe. It's a fulfillment of prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> everything's a fulfillment of prophecy these days, right? Yep. No, it was very, very specific. And if you read Josephus, which I have right back here. War of the Jews, mm-hmm. he lays it all out, records yep. it. Even Philo recorded some of it. Mm. And if you read Eusebius, he tells you the same thing. Yeah, yep. These early writers, and they're saying, "Yeah, this was this was the fulfillment. This is what happened." Right? right. They, exactly what Christ said was going to happen happened. 
in that siege between 63 and 70 AD. Yep. Three, three factions fighting inside the walls of Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. I mean, the satanic um, possession of people in the behind the walls of Jerusalem during that time, the demon possession was absolutely bonkers. These people were going nuts. Yeah, right. I mean, the, the, yeah, the moon turned red and the blood flowed mm -hmm. freely in the city of Jerusalem even before Rome went in. Yep, that's right. The moon turning red is a reference to Israel and the blood that flowed through, uh, through, uh, through I mean, Jerusalem and the blood that flowed through Jerusalem. The sun mm -hmm. going dark is a reference to Israel going dark. Yeah. The, the stars falling from the heavens is, is the 12 tribes of Israel falling under the siege of Rome. And then finally mm -hmm. Rome went in and destroyed the temple. That's when, you know, they fell from heaven, right? Tempt the That's temple. Right. In the old covenant, was called heaven. Mm -hmm. The holy of holies was heaven on, or the representative of heaven on earth. Right, mm -hmm. that was the representation of the connection to God, the reconciliation of mankind through redemption to God. Mm -hmm. That was why it was called heaven. We, you know, if we don't, if we just completely ignore Hebraic idioms and metaphors and Hebraic language and how they meant things when they spoke it. Mm -hmm. And we just insist that the, the passages in the Bible conform to our 21st century Western English-speaking culture and mentality, mm -hmm. then we're going to get it wrong 100% of the time. Yep. Yep. God doesn't have to yield to us. We yield to him. And we Amen. read the scriptures in accordance to how he wrote it and what he meant when he wrote it. Mm. And stop trying to get it to apply to something it doesn't apply to. Good Am stuff. Yeah, bro. Pre <laughs> preach it, bro. Preach it. <laughs> I'm just getting me worked up. <laughs> See? I love it. Other than that, you got nothing else to say, right? <laughs> oh, call. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, taxes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that that was perfect. Uh, which leads uh, leads us into closing. And by way of closing, you know, I always ask you, how do you want our fellow believer to stay encouraged? And give us an answer within a minute and close us oh. out. No, no pressure. <laughs> when you stay encouraged by staying in the scripture, staying in prayer, knowing that God is sovereign, he's going to take care of us. There's nothing man can do that can overthrow the will and purpose of God and live your purpose according to what God has determined for you. Mm. And you can't fix the world as an individual, but you can get on your knees and have a fellowship and a, a relationship with your Father in heaven. That's a good place to start. Praise the Lord. Good stuff. Close us out, bro. Thanks, folks, for uh, joining us. And we appreciate uh, all of you. Remember to like and subscribe and share. Remember, keep your mind sharp and your head heart. Yep. Mind sharp, heart pure. And we'll catch you on the flip side. You have been listening to the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to listen to the Vortex Apologetic. 
It is our prayer that God is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast. We are living in amazing times, and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your Christian walk through the use of modern technology. Therefore, remember that you can find us at thevortexapologetic.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcast providers. Just search for The Vortex Apologetic, and there you will find us. Thank you again, and remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless.